Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. So how do you like the big, beautiful wall so far? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. The big, beautiful, gorgeous wall with a big, beautiful door so people can enter legally. And everybody else will be shut out because it's a big, beautiful wall, 40 feet high. I mean, what are we, what are we, uh, I know I joked around talking about 80 or 90% done, but what are we, like 45, 50% done for real? No, I, I think it's more like 75, 80. Oh, so I was, yeah, okay. 75, Good. 80. Good. <laughs> As we know, it's all 0% built <laughs> and it's not going to be built. That is unbelievable. It's unlikely that, that uh, anytime in the near future, they're they're gonna they'll even start on this thing ever, right? It may I mean, never be built. No, uh, despite what the American people want, screw you. Although President Trump said yesterday, one way or the other, we will win on the wall. Okay. Uh. Okay. Wow. All evidence to the contrary. I mean, there's no winning on this one so far. His last best hope. For this year was, of course, to hold up the funding for the government, and they caved on that. He caved on it. Congress caved on it. Uh, so that didn't happen. Uh, the votes for pretty much anything just apparently aren't there. I don't know how that's possible. How is that possible? I don't know. How is it possible? I don't know. Because right now, the Republicans still have the majority in Congress. Right. In both houses. And they... They just, they continue to cave no matter what. It just, it doesn't matter what the issue is. Could be Obamacare, could be uh, funding for Planned Parenthood. It could be funding for the wall. And they cave on all of it. They sure do. They talk a big game during their campaigns. And every single time they cave. And they came back, they even came back with a a plan that would give the $5 billion over a couple year plan. And uh, that bipartisan uh, approach uh, didn't work because the Democrats just said no. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you said no. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I heard. I heard one of the uh, Trump sycophants uh, that's been on the air, you know, making excuses for him forever. Um, not not the main one, but uh, but one of the people who have been a supporter Trumpites forever. Uh, even. That person was absolutely yeah. disgusted with uh, pretty- the, and and he's asking why 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 would he do this yeah well because we, we told you <laughs> we told you that this is what was going to happen we told you and here it is so sadly, good luck with that sadly we did. sadly we did uh, I will say we were wrong on several issues you know uh, Supreme Court justices justices and uh, federal judges in general. Uh, and, you know, maybe they got a little bit of tax reform done, but... Well, they got the huge tax cuts. Yeah, the huge. The huge tax cuts. Never been done before. And, Gigantic. Uh, Israel. Israel. Yeah, that huge. That was a big one. Huge. However, on Obamacare, on the wall, on the funding for the abortion mill Planned Parenthood, all of those things... Still standing. Yep. Still caved standing. on all of it. Um, So... And I thought for sure this. I, so, th- I thought he was going to stand his ground on this. And and, and this stuff about how really Mexico think. is paying for the wall because of the new USMCA agreement. Right. I mean, that's ludicrous. And even some, you know, who have been with Trump the whole time are admitting, "Come on now, they are. come on." That's not what I heard. Really? Uh, yes, I've heard some uh, some backing of that. Yeah, there are some who. 
God, you got to be kidding me. But they, but this no, person that I was listening to yesterday was pissed, and I'm like, well, that's, there okay. You go. Yeah. I mean, thank you for at least acknowledging yeah. this because uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. First yeah. of all, it's not even in place yet. Secondly. That's not how you said you're going to ha- get them to pay for, it. and that's they're not paying for it. No, on top of which, they're not paying for it. Uh, what we're sending, no, we couldn't find the five billion uh, for the wall, but we're sending them more money to invest in their country and invest yeah. in their people. That's, that's madness. That, that's madness. like that's a slap in the face. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, that really is. I mean, I, that is that really angers me. I can't believe I I mm-hmm. I personally I can't believe I'm as angry as I am over that because it's like what are you doing? Well, I can believe it. I, I can. <laughs> it's just I don't get it. Yeah, we the, the American people mean nothing, and it, I don't know how much longer. I I don't know what can be done. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. Nothing try to vote him out of the office. What's going to be done? Run him out. I mean, I, I don't know. What's going to be I done? Don't, not, what, <laughs> what are we, what are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> are we going to put yellow vests on and turn into France? No. No. No, no, we're not. Doing I hope that. so. I, I hope not. And I, I certainly don't advocate that. No, of course not. I mean, about that. What? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I don't. I don't know what you do about it because you know, call your representatives. Yeah, we've been down okay. that road, and we all know it, and we all feel that way now. Yeah, okay, we tried that. Man, yeah, been there, done that. That didn't work they either. Don't care. March on Washington. We've been there. We've done that. We gathered six hundred thousand people uh back in 2010 on the mall in washington they don't they don't care care they couldn't care less they don't care it's agonizing to use one of our words of the year and i don't (laughs) and i don't know that you know look are there people there are some things that still get done and still happen that uh Mm -hmm. you know i guess are okay but yeah, it's amazing to me that we uh, we have uh, we're going to shut down the government, and we've already made uh, uh, resources available to people that are essential. Uh, if you think that it was uh, a, a, just a an oversight that the military doesn't get paid when the government shuts down, man, that you are so wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, that's just a that that's like oh well. I mean, you can't shut down the government, or the military won't get paid. I'm I'm pretty sure that would be an essential. Uh, yes. Aren't they? Aren't well, we don't consider them essential? That's ridiculous. Of course, yeah, of course, ridiculous. So while we're in this frame of mind, a little bit pissed off, let's <laughs> let's just review some of the good things that there have been. Okay, okay. The Supreme Court justice, right? Um, the first one, especially Neil Gorsuch, yes. was great. Uh, jury's out on Kavanaugh, but not a great start at all for him. No, but we couldn't. We we could not lose that battle. I mean, I'm happy that right. we won it. Uh, regulations. He is. He is. He has uh, wiped out a lot of the EPA yeah. regulations that that should have been. Got us out of the Paris Accord. Got us out of the TPP treaty, which was terrible. Uh, he's he has given land back to the states that had been stolen uh, by the federal government, especially Bill Clinton. Uh, <laughs> essentially, won the war against ISIS. He's talking about bringing home tr- troops from Syria now. A lot of people will wound up about that, though. Got a pay raise for the troops. Declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel. I mean, so yeah, there have been some, you know, there have been some really good things. Uh, this is not one of them. This is not one of his finer moments in in no, it is not in the annals of history and in his presidency. People are going to look back at this, and this is his hallmark 
and promise know, to us from the beginning. And he sat there in the Oval Office with with Dingleberry Schumer and Pelosi, oh. and made a big deal. Just over, last week, fine, I'll own it. It's my. Yeah. And then just nothing, last week, and then, and then they cave. And then he backs down in a matter of days. He caves. I, it doesn't make sense to it me. It makes absolutely zero sense. If you're not going to make the stand, don't make the statement in the first place. Because then you ratchet up our expectations. And we're thinking, okay, good. He's going to stick by <laughs> this. Know. And then he didn't. And then he didn't. Well, I mean, but he'll, will, he will. In the law. In the, well, in the end, he will. He is. <laughs> I would right? love to he, see it. I really would. I really would love to say, okay, I was wrong. He, he did do it. Uh, if he does it with military funding... I, I don't know. That's what he says he's maybe planning well, to right. do. And they're not going to let him do that, right? They're, I mean, they've. Already, I don't think they will. They, they've already, no, I don't they've think already he can. come out and said you know, that he can't do that. It has to be appropriated from the Congress, and he can't do that. And, yes. And then there's there's two or three GoFundMe pages out there that are trying to Again, raise money. It's got to be appropriated by Congress. They'll never let that happen. They're, they, they're not going to let, let that happen. happen. That and, GoFundMe page is a waste of time. And by the way, and, well, it's a it's kind. You know, I mean it's. It's it's a they're trying something. They're trying it's a waste to waste time. They're not going to use that for the wall. What will happen if they do accept the money at all? It'll go to some liberal cause. <laughs> it'll go to Planned Parenthood. Hey, yeah, we just raised this and we can't give it. We can't do it for the wall, but we can appropriate it to uh, Planned Parenthood. So thank you, right. thank, thank you. you for this money. Uh, we've just given five billion dollars to Planned Parenthood. And you know, no way. GoFundMe pages. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about. Uh, Raising uh, a, f- a few billion, uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Uh, I realize it yes, doesn't it sound like a lot of money when no, we're it talking is. It is a lot years, of money. and it doesn't sound like uh, you know the government is talking about billions, and we go, oh, yeah, well, that's $3 billion. big deal. Well, I'll say this. To the federal government, $5 billion is nothing. They should right, absolutely that's... not even bat an eye at $5 <laughs> right. billion dollars for the wall because that's an essential expenditure. It's something that will keep our nation safer. Agreed. And they, and it's a drop in the bucket of the U.S. budget. It's like, okay, if it will save your family's life, would you spend a dollar fifty on uh, the best home security system you can possibly buy? A mm, dollar oh, fifty. <sighs> I don't know. Let me think about that for six years. I don't know. I'll tell you what, I'll give you seventy-five cents. <laughs> That's what it's like. It's like spending a dollar fifty to protect your home and your family. That's what it's like to the U.S. government. It it's nothing. It is absolutely nothing, and it absolutely should be done. And I, I you know, I I knew Mexico wasn't going to pay for this wall in the beginning, and of course they're not. But we should just invest in our future and our well, our present, and and take care of it. And you can give ten point six billion dollars. To Mexico and Central America, but you can't spend five billion for the wall. Right. I'm sorry. That's that's asinine. Absolutely asinine. Agreed. I mean, I, I, I it baffles me that that we're not doing this. It baffles me that mm-hmm. the man who uh, uh, the art of the deal and won't back down and says what he means and means what he says mm-hmm. backs down on this. It baffles me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the man who sat in his office with all the press and American people watching. Yeah. And they had a big own it. Yeah. They had a big fight between the, the three of them there. Well, the two against the one. Uh, but they had that. Right. I mean, nationally televised for all to see. And he stuck to actually, his guns right there. Actually, Pence was there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. 
But Pence did nothing. A, uh, no, Pence, did Pence nothing. was there representing the American people half asleep. Uh-huh. But the uh, I keep forgetting he was there. But but the point was is that we made this. This was a big deal. Yeah, a really big deal. Yeah, it was. And and to come back off of that is embarrassing. And this is so so disappointing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, they have discovered now who one of the big one of the big leaders of the Antifa movement. It's been kind of in the background, sort of hidden. Um, they have now revealed who that person is: Smash Racism DC organizer Jose Martin, also known as. Chepe is a radical communist. What? And Antifa leader. What a surprise. Wait, the leader of Antifa what? is a communist? He advocates for the violent overthrow of the U.S. government and, this is lovely, for the murder of the rich and claims to have international involvement in other left-wing movements. Smash Racism D.C., is the Antifa group that protested in front of Fox News host uh, Tucker Carlson's house, berated Ted Cruz at the restaurant uh, until he and his wife had to escape to that private room. Right. Uh, and it's only one of his uh, projects. Um, apparently, he's tried to stay really in the background. I bet. Yeah, because I once people figure out and of course you knew this was going to be the case that it was going to be some left-wing far far left-wing capitalist but his goal is eliminating capitalism and the u.s government huh nice that's great that's good to have him around that is great um said that uh, creating a world without a world that is without capitalism without private property that is socialist and communist is his goal um, he's been an organizer for left-wing movements like Occupy Wall Street, has close ties to left-wing legal groups such as the National Lawyers Guild. He's conducted legal trainings for protesters as, as a member of Cop Watch and has frequently appeared on mainstream and far-left media to discuss his radical vision for society. The Department of Homeland Security has classified Antifa now. Uh, as a domestic terrorist violent organization. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, it's about time. Um, In his professional capacity, under a different name, he's been quoted in press releases from uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, uh, Democratic Representative Don Beyer of Virginia. They love this guy. In in the uh, 2017 book Antifa, the Anti-Fascist Handbook, by Dartmouth College professor Mark Bray, Chepe was listed as a smash racism DC organizer. Uh, and he described the organization as a loose affinity group to make DC and the surrounding area uh, too unsafe for outright neo-Nazi groups and fascists. I wow. see. Yeah, see. That, he's got all credibility now that we know he's a communist, right? <laughs> he's got so much credibility. In his uh, tweets... He has uh, said things like, the key to a good neck punch is making sure you get there and follow through. It's too easy to start it up and get parried 
dodged, dropped, or otherwise leave yourself open. So he's showing people how to punch people in the neck and not get punched back. Washington, D.C. is a great place for a communist or anarchist to go completely to uh, to go to completely affirm their hatred of the state and its irredeemability. Um, in any case of my coworkers figuring out my Twitter account, I want to let you know that I hate this country. It isn't half bad. It's all bad. <laughs> I mean, this guy is really something. I don't label myself by my tactics. I'm a communist, a socialist, a dissident, a radical, a rabble rouser, an agitator, not an occupier. And you hate this yeah. country. Why don't you get out? Just leave. Why don't you go somewhere else? He believes in <clears throat> rupture and social revolution. It's it's amazing. Uh, you can't engage in change in a gradual way. Social transformation of society can't be a gradual thing. Nope. You just got to plan and leave. Then you're mm-hmm. done. We're quick. Done. Over. Why don't, why don't you leave? Why don't you go to Cuba? That's a communist uh, Shangri-La. That, that's your utopia. You know who needs your help? Venezuela. Yeah. Venezuela is another great place. Although uh, Cuba's second in command right now um, no. said blamed the shortage that they're having on, I don't know, food. They're suffering food shortages yeah. in Cuba right now. Because of us, I'm sure. The impact of the embargo is what he blames. Yeah. Strengthened under the Trump administration. Of course. That's why they're having nationwide shortages of bread, eggs, and other basic goods as Cubans prepare to celebrate the new year and the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Revolution. This is where the Antifa founder should be because it's a communist society. And now that they have bread shortages, egg shortages, meat shortages, the good news is that they're all suffering equally there. Everybody is suffering. Thank you. It's great. There's total equality right now in, in Cuba. I mean, you were right in, in describing it as a Shangri-La. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it yes, is. It just is. And I think we all understand that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Rid can help you get through this time of year. Been tried to convince you for a while. If you haven't tried it yet, please go to RidUZone.com and just check it out. Order it. And try it for three months. See if it works for you. Because it's a safe and natural way to speed up your body's metabolism and to help curb your appetite. And it's only about $1.39 a day. It'll, it'll help you get through this time of year without gaining 10 or 15 or 20, 40 pounds. Who knows? I mean, if I just let myself go, I'd be 30 pounds heavier by the time we get back from vacation. Oh. Easy. Please. Easy. I can do that standing on my hands. <laughs> Order yours at riduzone.com. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Ray Unleashed. Uh, also, since we're at the end of the year here, today and uh, tomorrow are our last few shows uh, before. What? Yeah, before we get back, and it'll oh, be 2019 no. all of a sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn it. Last two shows of the year. Oh, well. So we're reviewing some of the year's best audio clips and uh, 
year's biggest stories. And we'll even throw in some of the all-time audio clips because, frankly, we just can't help it. <laughs> too good. They're just too good. They're too good. They're just too good. As we were reviewing the list uh, earlier this morning, uh, mm-hmm. some of them are uh, just great. Uh, they're well, so good. I mean, uh, the classic that has been that's come up the most lately is the Al- Alec Baldwin on the radio. Uh, so that good. that audio clip of him struggling. It is so. Good. At the time that this that this happened, it was like 2010 or 11, I think, and he was having a big feud with Sean Hannity on the air. And I think what he thought he was going to do was show Hannity how it's done. And he wanted to get into talk radio. And he wanted to show how easy yeah. it was. And so uh, WPHT uh, in Philadelphia put him on the air one night. And it was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 at night. And they gave him a, a producer and said, okay, let's see what you can do. So he did. Go. No problem. It's all you. And uh, we'll, give, I, we'll give you two or three hours on the air. It's all mm-hmm. you. So I, think if I, I don't think it was as late as the 11 or 12, because I think it was like a Sunday night, you know, a Sunday evening. Yeah. But still, uh, Sunday evening, uh, you know, you do need to put in a little work, Alec. And here's. Because <laughs> he was, of course, you know, I'm Alec mm-hmm. Baldwin. Yes, so he thought. I'm Alec oh, he thought the phones were going to explode to talk to Alec Baldwin. Uh, all he had to do was say, "Hey, I'm, I'm Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin," and then give the phone number, and it was going to be jammed. Uh, and here's what happened. Um, when we come back, uh, uh, oh, we have some time. Oh, great. We're, oh. we're going <laughs> to. So we wanted oh. desperately to take a break there, and then he's being signaled. I was no, like, you, no, you keep going. Oh, keep going. oh, we have some time. Oh, there's no, there's no break. Uh, go, oh, great. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, now, when can we take some calls, Ivan? Whenever we want. Do we, do we, we have calls that are on there now? No calls, calls yet. No calls, no calls yet. yet. No. What number do people call to get on the air, Ivan? Do we have that yeah, number? It's, it's right, right there. there. <clears throat> oh, do I have the call number in front of me? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, it's interesting. That's interesting. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. At uh, uh, 1210 at PHT. Mm. Of course, any other questions you have, any other comments you have, call us um, <laughs> to the... Uh, what else? Uh, call uh, us, please, at uh, please, please. begging you. Now, um, mm-hmm. if you don't call, we're going to keep reading from the Scientology manual. <laughs> oh, no. You might not feel it. You might not feel the energy right now. You no, I'm really feel, I'm not. I'm not feeling uh, the, the swell of what's happening here. I'm feeling the calls swell, yet there, but... Calls yet? No calls. Let's no read calls. some more about Scientology. <laughs> Is Sean Hannity... <laughs> A Scientologist, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> I've been posing the big the questions tonight here. Tremendous. Uh, do we have any calls here yet, do we have any, Ivan? It, no, none. Boy, none. it's just incredible. It just is. Well, it's incredible. You leave us no choice, listeners. Going to have to call my mom now, which is what he <laughs> then did. Let's call his mom. It was so good. You leave us no choice. I'm going to have to call my mom and ask her what's for dinner tonight. So good, Mom. Remember, see how her bursitis is uh, feeling right now. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to do that, but now here we go. <laughs> Amazingly, the he best has not been in talk radio since. No, uh, he did get into TV though. He's got some TV talk show uh, that's on, and that's they're paying him a though, fortune. Right? And it was yeah, they canceled it because it was one of the worst rated shows of all time. Yeah. Not just on the air right now. One of the worst rated shows of all time. It was produced really well too. I mean, I did like the way it was produced, but uh, you did see it. Yeah, I watched. I watched oh. the first ep- the first episode with uh, Robert De Niro 
and uh, who else was? You had a couple, another guest on there, but it was you know I mean it, it's they were it was such an elitist show. It was amazing. Really, that first show was amazing. Mm. Well, I mean, we could break it down. I broke it down uh, on my podcast on chewing the fat because he is he and Robert De Niro went, talked about filming around, in Paris. Yeah, and he they both had these elitist stories. And I mean, it was just these two rich actors that have traveled the world mm. uh, looking down on us people of dirt. It was amazing. <laughs> Sounds very relatable. It, it, Sounds, it was. Yeah. And, and the ratings showed it. Yeah. The ratings absolutely yeah. showed it. It was horrible. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they're letting him finish out the season or I think they just I think they I might think have they, just pulled it. I, I'll look. I think they I think they pulled it. Yeah. They, they might have just pulled it off the air. Now you're done, Alec. Take yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Uh, bye bye. And they were paying him huge three hundred thousand an episode. Yeah, I mean, they, it, uh, come on, yeah, because he's Alec Baldwin, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> Not, yeah. you have any calls there, Ivan? Not yet. <laughs> no calls at all. Gee, that's that's incredible. Number they could call. Yeah, it's right there in front of you, douche. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Also, wanted to play uh, this from the past, and this is not the long past. This was fairly recent when Al Gore was uh, was interviewed. I think on Fox News. It seems to me this is by this is one of the few interviews he's ever done that's not in absolute friendly territory. And uh, he was actually questioned about some of his predictions in the past and how wrong they've been. Listen to this. You, after your movie, An Inconvenient Truth, came out Mm -hmm. in 2006, you made the following comments as part of your publicity for the the movie. You said, unless we took, quote, drastic measures, the world would reach a point of no return within 10 years, and you called it a true planetary emergency. We're 11 years later. Now 12. Weren't you wrong? Weren't you wrong? The answer, of course, is yes. Yes, I was. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really was, Chris. I was completely wrong on that. Uh, I guess it's going to be a little more than ten years before it's catastrophic. No, that's he, he can't even he can't admit to even being wrong with the catastrophic pre- nope. prediction within ten years. And he just counts on the fact that nobody's ever going to question him on that and they usually don't right? and they I mean, usually he goes, don't he right? goes in front of his in front of uh, friendly audiences always this is why he doesn't go on fox news right this is why he doesn't go on talk radio well we have seen a, a decline in emissions for the first on, on a global me? basis for the first time they've okay. stabilized and started to decline so uh we've huh. seen that in the united states of america and that was after pulling out of the paris accord now none of that has been done in time to prevent his his catastrophe. Um, he talks out of both sides of his mouth on this issue. Always. It's it it's <laughs> and he's he just lies his way out of all these. Some of the responses of the last ten years mm-hmm. have helped. But have helped. Uh, unfortunately but, and um, regrettably, regrettably a lot of serious damage has been done. Like Greenland, for example, is losing okay. one cubic kilometer of ice every single day. One cubic kilometer of ice every single is that a lot? I don't, we don't Nobody knows. <laughs> There's no way to tell what a cubic kilometer of ice. I don't know is. if it's a cup. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a drop? Uh, is it actually increasing in ice flow? I don't know. I don't know. So, 
Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, we should see, because usually the story on those is when it's losing ice in one part, it's gaining in another. I mean, we've seen that in Antarctica time and time again. all over the place. Yeah. And I think I think Greenland is one of those examples, too. It's the same way in the Arctic, where we're losing some in one area, we're gaining a bunch in another. Which is so, exactly why we need to act. That's we right. We need to act right now. now. Right now. We can't before wait. it's too late. We can't, well, bet. Before it's I too mean, late. It, That's almost, really, it, is it is really too late. Too late. We've, we've passed the point we of We still no need return. to do it, but it's right. It's too late. Right. We're, all, we're past the point of no return, but we still need the money. And they have said that. Al Gore has said that. Yeah. Past we, the we still, point. We, we still need the money, though. Please, I mean, the money will help. I'm still uh, trying to become a climate billionaire. <laughs> and so I need to continue to push these lives. So, yes, please uh, understand that we need to keep going down this road, even though it won't help. Except for my bank account, which it is. You know, it's increasing oh, yeah. his bank account like crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we have some fantastic parody songs, uh, Christmas parody songs to play. This baby, it's cold outside thing is getting so ridiculous now with uh, radio stations banning it all over North America. As a matter of fact, the Holderness family has come out with baby, just go outside the politically correct version. We'll share that with you coming up here in just a few minutes. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Had a boy Clarence. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight And uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, William Shatner has uh, produced a gem of a Christmas album. He uh, he did an album back in the '60s when you know during the Star Trek days, and uh, I think this one might be even better oh, than, yes. that, than that one. Absolutely, filled with Christmas cheer and joy, and you know he's so talented as a, a musical artist that uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to buy this as quickly as you can. Download it right now. It's really good. Uh, it's here, really good. Here is uh, Bill Shatner. Doing Little Drummer Boy. So, to honor him, when we come, when we come, yeah. Little baby. That's good. That's I'm I have no gift to bring You just, you can't help but ask yourself, why? Why would you, why would you uh, do he that? Just want, you know, he's showing what you. are yeah. you doing? Some people, when you have talent. You're doing. When you have talent, you want to show it off. <laughs> and so, that's what you do. And so you do. That's what you do. Uh, just I really little. wanted to talk to him about this. He's not doing any promotional tour on this. I, oh, really? I tried, you tried, I tried already? to reach out. We tried to reach out and get him, and uh, he apparently he's not. You know, 
I'm not Alec Baldwin. Right. So. Right. So you're not going to get him. Uh, he also had a, an incredible rendition of Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Seriously? Strings of street lights, even stoplights, blink a bright red and green as the shoppers rush home with their treasures. Hear the snow crunch, see the kids rush. This is Santa's big scene. And above all this bustle, you'll hear <laughs> silver bells. I don't know if I've heard anything worse than that. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I don't know. It's really good. But this is what this was his deal, right? I mean, he got uh, the big he got big artists to come in and do the songs with him. Oh, like who? Uh, I mean, Iggy Pop, uh, Henry Rollins, Ian Anderson. He got the ZZ Top guy. He's got should have used uh, them a little bit more. And uh, it's really like exclusively should have used the artists and not recited the lyrics to these songs. That's really? so bad. That is so bad. Wow. Is it supposed to be funny? Is that because it's it's not funny enough to be a funny album, and it's it's nowhere near good enough to actually be listenable. So I, I'm not sure what exactly he was going for. Wow. There. Uh, Wow. But he delivers the lines just like he did on Star Trek. Yeah. Well, that's... Bones! The silver bells are ringing. <laughs> hear them ring. <laughs> Scotty, I've got to hear the bells ring, I think, or we're all dead. I'm not sure if they all have uh, videos with them, <laughs> but I watched the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer video. Um, great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, great. He's reading it, and that's the... That's the uh, the ZZ Top, Bill, Bill, I forget which Billy ZZ Gibbons. Top, I think it is, but I can't remember which which ZZ Top it was. Um, but it, it was great. I mean, it was. So does Gibbons sing it, or what? What is ha- what no, is happening? He's guitar. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Iggy I does. Mean. Iggy does do some some lyrics. Um, it seems to me we played some of them. I know I played some of them on my podcast, but I, I, uh, I think we played some of them here too early on when it was first mm-hmm. released. But it's, I mean, it's, it's worth downloading for enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, cause you can't believe, you, you can't believe what you're listening to. If somebody would just would have told me about this, I wouldn't have believed it unless I actually heard it. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's, I love it. Pretty amazing stuff. Spock. It's Christmas time <laughs> in the city. Of course, that's not something they would even talk about on Star Trek because it's all about atheism. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Then we get to the parody of of Baby. It's cold outside because there's been such a controversy this year, and it's amazing that Glenn talked about this back in '08, sensing that you know things were getting ridiculous back then, and sort of uh, joking about the fact that maybe it's cold outside was would ever be perceived as, uh, you know, something that was abusive. And now here we are. Here we are in 2018, 
and it's perceived as something abusive. And many radio stations in the United States and in Canada have uh, have banned the song. Won't play it now. Uh, so somebody came up, the Holderness family, came up with a uh, more PC version that might be a little bit safer. Here it is. I really can't stay. Okay, you're free to go. I've got to go away. Understood, no means no. This evening has been super appropriate. So but I do understand consent. My mind will start to Definitely worry. text her right and now. We'll be pacing the floor. Here's the code, and there is the <laughs> so door. So really, I better scurry. I am gonna stand over now here. Maybe just a half a drink you more. You are in control of this the thing. Neighbors might think. Invite them over if you like. Say what's in this drink? Um, nothing but Sprite. I wish I knew how. Just walk right out the door. I do know how to spell harassment. I, no, 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 I hear you loud and clear. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. I'm trying super really hard. Please just go out, baby. Ah, just go outside. outside. I simply must go. Uber is right outside. The answer is no. Seriously, right outside. The welcome has been. I'll walk you to so the curb. Nice but totally consensual. Hopefully not about At least us. There will be plenty implied. Please do not imply anything. I really can't say. Baby, just go out. Baby, Baby just go. Baby, Baby just go outside. <laughs> so that's where we are now. <laughs> Baby, just go outside. <laughs> so great. It is pretty great. Here's your, and, and here's your coach. Just get out the door. Just just go outside. Go. <laughs> That's uh, welcome. Welcome to America. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, in this century, it's awesome, isn't it? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now you know. They, uh, I was looking at the list of uh, on uh, who uh, William Shatner has. Yeah, because I, I couldn't remember all the all the stars that he has with him. But uh, you know, like um, White Christmas, featuring Judy Collins. Uh huh. That's gonna be great. Oh yeah. I mean, I've I've heard just bits and pieces of these. Silent Night is the one with Iggy Pop, uh, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer was with Billy Gibbons uh, of ZZ Top. But they also mm-hmm. do uh, they do a, a a feature a a punk rock version of Jingle Bells with Henry Rollins. Oh, that's got to be good. And then they uh, Winter Wonderland. Todd Rundgren. I mean, it brings out you know. Elliot Easton of the Cars, Rick Wakeman of Yes, Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull. These guys, they must, and they all had. I saw the Red, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer video, so they must have all. They must all these must have produced videos. Uh, you know, they spent some money on it. And I'm sure that it's making a little bit of cash. Mm, I wouldn't be so sure of that. Mm, we'll have to look into what that's. Sold. I don't know. I would be surprised if it's making any cash. Really? All. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I don't know, because uh one thing that you need to make sure of is before you download uh before you download Christmas with uh with my man William Shatner, make sure your ears are clean. Because oh, yeah. you're gonna want you to hear, hear it every crystal clear single note uh-huh. perfectly. And you can uh-huh. clean those ears with use wax RX 
Uh, go to usewaxrx.com. Order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code radio. They'll ship it right to your house for free. Don't use the cotton swabs. Don't try the candling or other drugstore remedies. Those just don't do the job. And they can be dangerous. Get the real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX earwash system, doctor developed, works safely when all of those other products fail. It's the method physicians trust the most. It's just like the system they use in the offices, but it's cheaper. Use WaxRx.com. Get your offer to your house for free by using the offer code radio. Go to usewaxrx.com. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedal! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What do you know about this? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. I haven't even seen that movie yet. I haven't even seen It's a Wonderful Life yet. Got It's already, and now it's the 20th. You're not missing anything. You, you, you should just not speak. You should just not even speak. <laughs> what do you, are, you, are you working for Bot or not? I sit through it. I, I do sit through it once a year, and every year I think. You don't like it? Why am I sitting through this thing? Why? I don't know. What it's don't you okay. like about it's it? Okay. I, it's the all-time it's okay. Christmas no, classic. Uh, Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you just you prove what we say every day about you. You prove it. Every single day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Bobby in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, this isn't why I called, but uh, are you going to be taking any requests? Uh, yeah, sure. That's what we do here, Bob. <laughs> uh, can I request a Christmas carol? A Christmas carol? You know, one of the ones that's on your band list, though. That's the only problem. Okay. okay. I, want, I want to hear Santa Got the AIDS. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever even heard that song. I've just heard you of it. You don't need to listen. <laughs> Have you actually four, heard it? It was number four yeah, on your list. Uh, yes. I Yeah, I know, but I've I've never actually heard the song. Uh, oh. I don't think. Anyway, what else you got? I want to. I want to ask you about uh, this Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. I'm watching TV last night, and Brett Baer has this panel. He says, "Do you think the Mueller, Mueller investigation will be over by the end of the year?" And they says, "No, no, no." And I said, "Well, they asked the same thing last year." And they get, uh, "Well, we don't know. We don't know last year." So uh, they asked, uh, "Well, he spent thirty million dollars already." Oh, you know, and I'm like, that. yeah, he spent 30, he's got unlimited expenses, unlimited mm-hmm. salaries, unlimited time. If he is this thing, he's out of a job. What incentive does he have to end it? You know, at the beginning of the year, he said he'd end it if uh, more on trivia picked 13 games right. <laughs> now, he changed. now he changed to if Jeffy gets under 200 pounds. <laughs> oh. oh, that ain't happening. Don't what, count on what, that what investigation, is he, what, what incentive does this guy have? Yeah, none. He's still got. Yeah, he's he got says no he has seven billion more people to interview. He hasn't mm-hmm. interviewed Pat Gray. They asked, "What about Pat Gray?" Well, right. next year, I put know. him in. What about Jeffy? Right. Jeffy. They said he ain't going to waste taxpayer money on Jeffy because <laughs> he, if he knew anything, he would have blabbed already. You know, I mean, it's, it's true. Next year, it's going to be the same thing. He's not going to be through. Mm-hmm. He's out of a job. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate it. Uh, it does seem that way. Seems like this thing is going to last forever, and. Uh, I don't know if he's having a good time and just uh, in, enjoying spending taxpayer money uh, or if he's really on to something. Who knows? But they keep saying it's winding down. So 
Yeah, they, I mean, they we'll keep see. saying that. Yeah, it doesn't no seem knows. to be winding down, but they keep saying it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and you got to believe that President Trump's only going to put up with it for so much longer. I mean, the the big talk was that he was going to end it in September, and then it was okay after the election. He's going to end it, and then it's by the end of the year it's got to wrap up. So I don't know. He's put up with a lot so far. They sure have, and they've given him a lot lot of money. They keep, they Mm -hmm. you know, he ran. He he went to the he went to the max the first time around. They gave him some more money. And then, uh, you know, they say, you know, President Trump can't fire Mueller. We can't end this. I don't know. I mean, I would like to see President Trump maybe say, hey, if you've got something, let's go. If you don't have anything, mm-hmm. let's move on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously their excuse will be, well, we haven't ended our investigation. But we really, are, I mean, that's not the way investigations are really supposed to work, are they? I mean, are you supposed to be looking for i mean i just is such a weird thing because they're looking for a crime that they think has occurred that they believe has occurred and we have not seen really any evidence fully of that crime yet as far uh, as we know yeah right we certainly haven't no he, he certainly hasn't divulged uh any evidence against the president and most of the charges so far like, for instance uh with cohen are for something else yeah so who knows? Uh, I do hope it wraps up quickly, though. I'm sick of hearing about it. Me too. I don't want to hear any more about it, frankly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What I do want to hear are more of the greatest clips of the year and uh, greatest clips of all time. And of course, you can't. It can't be a complete show when you're doing best of clips uh, without Alex Jones. And to feel what the children are feeling. Oh my God! God Almighty! <laughs> Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up against these people. I probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today or any because I have this disgusted cover yeah. for how yeah. I just hate the globalists, but it's more globalist, than that. The globalists. And, mm. and I just get flippant and angry, but it's because yeah, deep it's down, because folks, I can see what they're doing, you and I, I, we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to stop these globalists. Thank you. Where Finally. are the men in this where, country? Where, where are, are the, the men, men in this world? What the hell have we become? Where are the men? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. And we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. And we've just got such a sick society. Uh, and where are the men? I need a man. <laughs> have all the good men been killed by fluoride? <laughs> Is that what's happening here? it doesn't get seriously pretty good doesn't get better than that that's pretty good (laughs) that might be my all-time favorite i think it is it's it's certainly between that and al roker i poop my pants (laughs) (laughs) between that al roker i poop my pants and uh this super classic. My name is Rhonda Lockley. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. 
Pete Brew. Member of the Lumbee Tribe. Member of the Lumbee Tribe. Okay, sure. I have two children. Children. And like any mother, mother, I want the best for my boys. The best for your boys. Jacob, my oldest, oldest. is a transferring student to UNC Pembroke. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Isaac is in the eighth grade at Pembroke Middle School. Oh, man. Like most families mm-hmm. across the state, who either don't have access to high-speed internet don't have it, uh, who, or who or, can't afford it. can't afford it. We were stuck with dial-up service in our home oh, no. until two months ago. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just until two months ago. They they were stuck with dial-up. Now, this is two months ago. 18 years ago. Eight years ago. <laughs> nine years ago, yeah, something, something like that. Like that yeah. yeah. But uh, but two months ago. But two months ago, nine years ago, they were stuck with dial-up. And now they have high-speed internet, but she's still crying about it. So. I feel that this has put my family, my sons in particular, yeah. at a severe disadvantage. It has. Yeah, it has. Isaac it's depends true. on the internet for, for porn. to complete his assignments for oh, school. assignments yeah, for assignments. school, that's what I mean. He often uses the internet often. to work on reports, uh-huh. projects. Or often, at, at times, times, to just do research. <laughs> research. Yeah, often, at times. That's yeah, the, the, the Often, point, at times, research. just do research. But he's just researching the point. Correct. For somebody else. I watch him struggle. Struggle. With the dial-up service. Dial-up. And observed him get frustrated. Oh, he got frustrated. You don't want your son no. to get frustrated. No one wants to be frustrated. And, of course, it, as we've said in the past, it did work. Uh, yes, it the did. government invested $20 million in free high-speed dial-up for the Lumbee tribe. So we're good. <laughs> so we're all set. And you needn't shed any more tears for the Lumbee tribe. Mr. Cratchit. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Five days away from Christmas now. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it really, truly is amazing that we are only five days away. Well, I was just saying, all right, tomorrow is the start of the longest Christmas season possible. Because Thanksgiving was on, Thanksgiving happened on the earliest date it can, the 22nd. Okay. And so, and now here we are, where it's almost over. And it's five days away now. Gee, that just goes by so fast. And we're here celebrating with you. Right. That's right. Which Again, is what we want. We give and we give and we give and we give. I mean, I, I look. And ask nothing in return. I, I, you know, you're welcome. Except you're welcome. spread the word. You know, tell everybody about this show and, um, and make sure they listen or beat them with clubs if they don't. Okay. All right. Triple eight, you know, 900. Big clubs, little clubs. Yeah, big Big clubs. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This <clears throat> is an unbelievable story. The baker in Colorado who refused to make the gay wedding cake, and then the Supreme Court kind of ruled in his favor earlier. Uh, I think it was earlier this year. He's in yes. trouble again. Oh no. Uh, Lawyers for Jack Phillips, who owns the Masterpiece Cake Shop in suburban Denver, are suing now to stop the state from taking action against him over a new discrimination allegation. The state is treating Phillips with hostility, they say, because of his Christian faith and pressing a complaint that they call an obvious setup. At this point, he's just a guy who's trying to get his life back. The problem is the state of Colorado won't let him, according to his attorney. 
Um, the state has actually argued for this case to be dismissed, but the judge said he's inclined to let it go forward. Of course he is. Of course he is. Why would you want to do Unbelievable. what's, uh, what's uh, implied from the attorneys? The Colorado Civil Rights Commission said Phillips discriminated against Denver attorney Autumn Scardina because she's transgender. Phillips uh, refused to make a cake last year that was blue on the outside and pink on the inside after Scardina revealed she wanted it to celebrate her transition from male to female. So she, is that a thing? A transition yeah, cake? Yeah, yeah. Is, is that a thing now? Yeah. Yeah, I want you to make me a transition cake. We well, have a transition yeah, it's party. It's not a thing. Yeah, a transition party. Do you have transition yes. parties? Yes. You celebrate going from a man to a woman or woman to man. Well, yes, of course. Or a man or a woman to X. As long as it was a struggle it is to get there, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you, you go, the, the the excitement of finally reaching your, your goal. Sure. Well, yeah. So, so then you want the reaching of who you are. You got to have the transition cake then. Correct. So naturally, you'd go to the guy who wouldn't make the gay wedding cake. Thank yeah, you. That's where you go. You straight Thank to you. his shop because you're pretty sure this guy's going to love to make me a transition cake. This is the guy. <laughs> this There's is the one. No other. Nobody baker else can make Colorado. my transition cake. Just Jack Phillips. He's the one. He's the one. Ridiculous. So get this. She asked for the cake on the same day the U.S. Supreme Court announced that it would consider Phillips's appeal of. The gay wedding cake situation. It does seem... What a coincidence. What an unbelievable coincidence. So in that case, of course, you refuse to make the wedding cake for the same-sex couple. Uh, Charlie, uh, Craig, and Dave Mullins. Charlie and Dave's wedding. He he didn't... uh, Charlie, Dave, and Craig? He didn't didn't make a cake for Charlie and, and Dave. Uh, he decided... Celebrating for the wedding. Right, Right, for the wedding. He would sell them a cake. Yes, he would. That's the whole point. Yes, he just wouldn't do the special wedding cake. Now he won't do the special transition cake, I guess. Even though it's so traditional, the transition <laughs> cake. I mean, how many transition cakes you have you eaten over, over without, your lifetime? You can't. I mean, I, I've never cake. been to a party that wasn't a transition party with a transition cake at it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't, it's so insane. So they set this guy up, obviously. They're like, go to go to the master. Well, let's get this guy back in court again, yep. and we'll get him this time. Yep. We're going to close down his shop. So after this is settled, you know, they'll do some other bizarre. Who knows what they'll. I, I mean, this poor guy. I, and I don't know. It Does it, it? Is it? I guess to him it is. So to who, am I, is. who am I to say? But to me, if I was if I was. A cake a baker. baker, and somebody came in and said, "I want to celebrate my transition." Okay, whatever. Here, here's your cake. <laughs> Good for um, you. I'm going to make a pink on the <laughs> on the inside cake. and blue on the outside. Here's your cake. Is that a does that does that defy my Christian values? I don't. I don't know that it does. I don't know. But obviously, he thought it did. So right. I don't know that it does. Now I don't know what they wanted on the. Uh, you know, it was a special. Now you know, pink on the inside, blue on the outside. Okay, but we don't know what it doesn't say. At least I didn't read where it said that what they what uh, what they wanted it to say. He she wanted on the cake. Well, let's say it says happy transition. Congratulations on your transition. Can you bake that cake? I I think I can. I think I can too. In good conscience and just I not mean, worry about it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I bake the cake, it's not going to taste very good, and I don't think they're going to be happy with the results. 
Because <laughs> it would be the first cake I ever made. Really? Yes. You've never yes. made a cake? The next cake I make will be my first. So I'm not sure they want. Is that true? I, I don't. Well, of course. I, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's really your life. I know. That's why I love you for that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, So I don't know. And it's clear he's just being set up. Absolutely. Uh, That's ridiculous. So leave him alone. Leave him alone. For the judge to want to continue it, that tells you a lot about the judge. Yeah, it does. He's an activist. Have, yes, who we have in these judges' seats is... It's activism Activism from the bench. Yes. And it, that kind of crap has to stop. It just has to stop. They're, they're, you're supposed to be uh, uh, for the law. Uh, right. It's just... Right. Very frustrating. Instead, they're trying to drive this guy out of business. They haven't succeeded yet, and it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court kind of told the uh, Colorado Civil Rights Commission, leave the guy alone, get off him. Get off him. Now, they didn't rule on the larger general issue that he has the right. He has the religious right to refuse service based on, you know, his his spiritual feelings. And they didn't get off him. And they didn't. No. So it, it tells you what this. I mean, the Supreme Court's not doing their job either. They should have ended this. Should have ended it. Um, It's going to be interesting to see because, like, people are going to say, well, what? What religious value is that violating to to bake a transition cake? What what? How does that? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a cake that's pink on the inside, blue on the outside. You can't do that spiritually. You can't do that. Uh, I mean, look. <clears throat> now you're you. I mean, as far you and I are walking on a fine line there, right? Because yeah. we 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 want to be able to say uh, no when it violates our beliefs. Right. And so if this guy, right. if his beliefs are, you know, a little bit different than ours, a little bit farther to one side or the other, I mean, we got to be able to say, okay. Yes, you do. Yeah, we right. We have to be able to say, okay, fine, no problem. And those days are long gone, by the way. Those days of, you know, I can remember That's uh, for sure. my grandfather and my dad and stuff saying, you know, you you <clears throat> would do business with people and and people would, you know, all everybody has their own little quirks. And I just remember my grandfather saying, "Oh yeah, that's that's Billy. That's just the way he is. Don't worry about it. Whatever the case may be." And just like this baker, yeah, he's not going to make it. That baker's not going to make it. He won't make mm-hmm. that cake for you. Go mm-hmm. down and see Millie over across across the street, uh, two blocks and to the left. She'll make the cake for you. Okay. Those yeah, you couldn't gone. do that if you're the transition person. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Come Obviously, they set him up. Obviously, this Agonizing. was on purpose, and and they wanted to they want to get this guy because all you have to do is when he says, "Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> that violates my sensibilities. I can't do that religiously." Oh, uh, really? Well, that's oh. stupid. All right, I'll take my business down the street, and that's Thank what you, you do. You walk down the Thank street, you. and you say, "Hey, would you bake me a transition cake?" Sure. You want it pink on the inside, blue on the out? Okay. Here. You want happy transitioning on the top? What do you want? Well, we can't we can't noodle that out anymore. No, we can't, we can't. just we can't just leave it at that. And 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 we got to make a statement. We have to be a cause. And amazingly, uh, that would be uh, capitalism working. Yes, it would. You know, I'll find. Yeah, I'll take my money over here. Right. If he decides that he's too, if it, it violates too many of his beliefs to make certain cakes, <laughs> and he people aren't going there to do business with them, then he goes out of business. 
Period. You don't have to worry about him anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You let the free market work it out. Uh, just, I don't understand. I really don't. I no. don't understand. Again, it's the culture of, it's the uh, addicted to, out, to outrage thing. Everybody wants to be outraged. And this transition person obviously wanted yeah. to be outraged. Somebody should write a book or something. Yeah, nah, that'd never work. Kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read this article by uh, Dennis Prager about whether or not saying Merry Christmas is important? We've had we have this fight every Christmas. We sure do. And uh, it seems to to me it seems like it's gotten a little bit better. Sure has. Here, and maybe that's because we're in Texas. I don't know. It's possible, but it does seem it's gotten better. Uh, but Dennis Prager seems to think it's it's kind of gotten worse. Um, really? He says he wrote, uh, "Is Merry Christmas a thing of the past? A greeting from a bygone era, a remnant of a past with which we no longer want to be associated? We might not be there yet, but if current trends continue, we're not far off. If so, it's a shame—a further coarsening of the culture, and worse. It's yet another example of the removal of religion, specifically Christianity, from a country that has long been the most religious, major industrialized democracy in the world." We're not a democracy. Um, <laughs> Please, he should know that. It's more palatable from Frager, though, because he, you know, he's not trying to sneak in that. Uh, what I really mean by democracy is socialism. Um, proponents of Happy Holidays argue it's no big deal. They say the advocates of saying Merry Christmas are making a mountain out of a molehill. There's no war on Christmas, they say. But the Happy Holidays advocates want it both ways. They dismiss promoters of Merry Christmas as hysterical while simultaneously replacing Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays, Christmas Vacation with Winter Vacation, and Christmas Party with Holiday Party. Right. So if it doesn't matter, why are you trying to change it? It's schools, and what, why can, why can oh, yeah, public schools. schools not have Christmas parties anymore? That's true. That's true. So is all this elimination of the word Christmas important or not? He writes, the answer should be obvious. It's very important. That's why so much effort is devoted to substituting other words for Christmas. And these efforts have been extraordinarily successful. In place of the universal Merry Christmas of my youth, in recent decades, I've been wished happy holidays by virtually every waiter and waitress in virtually every restaurant I've dined. By virtually everyone who welcomes me at any business, by flight attendants and pilots, by just about everyone else. It's not as prevalent in Texas. No, it is not. I and feel like I don't think it is either. And I've been I've been uh, uh, told Merry Christmas numerous times, but I also have been told Happy Holidays too. I really don't have a problem with that either. I really don't. I, I think that's they're they're trying to they're you're, well, you're going to their business and they're mm-hmm. trying to cover everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't yeah. know you personally. And, and being the godless animal you are, you don't care. Kind of a good point. <laughs> kind of a good yeah, it point. is right it is so <laughs> worship the other guy i do I, think because you know in the commercials like there's there's a couple of commercials that talk about the holidays and i don't have i don't take offense to that because either. you're talking about christmas and right. so we just got done talking about the longest holiday season right i mean that's what we're at right I mean, that's right and it's a it's a Christmas season too. the The time between Thanksgiving right. and Christmas is yes, a Christmas it is. season, and we're smack dab. I mean, this we're but in the then, heart of Christmas right then now. Then you also have New Year's, and that's part of the 
holiday season. I know we're we were which we celebrate. Did right? we get I mean, pissed off when Andy Williams sang about the holiday season? So whoop de doo and dickery dock and don't forget to hang I up have your had socks. That song in my head because just exactly week. at twelve o'clock he'll be coming down the <laughs> chimney. Down. <laughs> I have had that song in my head for a week. I cannot get rid of. It. I come in. I walk into this uh-huh. building singing Happy Holidays. Yeah, I've noticed that. Thank you for doing that. By the way, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so Dennis Prager writes, when I respond, Merry Christmas to people's happy holidays, I often sense I've created tension. I suspect many of those to whom I wish Merry Christmas are probably relieved to hear someone utter what has become the C word, but all the sensitivity training they have had to undergo creates cognitive dissonance. It's probably true. The opponents of Merry Christmas and other uses of the word Christmas know exactly what they're doing. They're disingenuous when they dismiss defenders of Merry Christmas as fabricating fabricating some war on Christmas. Of course there's a war on Christmas. Or more precisely, a war on the religious nature of America. Yeah, I, I, I'm, that is going on. The left in America, like the left in Europe, wants to create a thoroughly secular society. Not only a secu- secular government, which is a desirable goal, and which in any event has been the case in America, but a secular society. Yeah. Most people don't realize that the left believes in secularism as fervently as religious Christians and Jews believe in the Bible. That's why Merry Christmas bothers secular activists. It's a blatant reminder of how religious America is and always has been. That's why I predict activists on the left will sooner or later seek to remove Christmas as a national holiday. Mm. No, I don't know about that. Mm, They may. I, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't think you could do that. I, I, we're a long way away from that. A long way. Yeah, like we're happy a long holiday. way. We're happy a long holidays. Way. Does, hap, saying happy holidays isn't getting rid of Christmas. We were a long way from same-sex marriage in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> and now, we were. were we? Welcome to it. Yeah, I, I we mean, were. in we were. We were a long way from it. And, and then it happened very, very quickly incredibly quickly yeah they turned they turned that thing around quickly uh all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter more pat gray unleashed coming up and what happened then well in whoville they say that the grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day pat gray unleashed Talking about the uh, GMC ad. I love this ad. <laughs> they're, they're, it looks like they're at a kitchen counter. Yeah, they're in the, the they're, wife they're, comes they're, in and says, "Hey, I got you something. It's not even Christmas yet. Hey, I got you something. It's, it's early present. Two exp- expensive watches. You're like, oh, I got you a little something too. And they go, <laughs> go outside, and in the driveway, two brand are two brand new. new GMC. One's a truck, one's an SUV. They're probably both at, at least seventy thousand dollars, right? That got to be there. Those babies, you're not what rolling out of the lot with. So those. without any input from his wife, this this guy went out and bought a hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of vehicles for an early Christmas present. <laughs> and then she picks the one that he wanted. Yeah, uh, no, yours is to the left. <laughs> 
And it's a yuppie cup. They're like 28 years old, yeah. 30 years old. And they've already got this kind of money. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's nice. Those that's are good. the ads that make people feel Yeah, I can relate Christmas. to that. Yeah. I can relate. My wife has done that so many times. Oh, just, and I've done that with her. It's just, hey, I've came home with two vehicles. I brand put my new. foot down this year. I told my wife, look, you are not buying two new cars. <laughs> Did you? And for Christmas. It's not happening. That's, no. mm. She was really upset, too. <laughs> I bet but she was. I said, no, yeah. we can't. <laughs> Let's drive a car for more than a year. And I like I, I love the Lexus ads too because every Christmas somebody's right? got a Lexus with a bull on yeah, it I outside. Know, the brand new. Really, you just bought a hundred thousand dollar vehicle for Christmas for me? Uh, so nice. Okay, and I didn't know about that. That kind of pisses me off, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Why? I mean, first of all, if you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a car for me, I want to be involved in the process of picking it well, out. If it's her money, you. Yeah. Well, then. <laughs> I don't care. Wow. I still want to be involved. <laughs> wow, it was a present, a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a great present. I, I wonder if anybody. I want to hear from somebody who's ever gotten a car for Christmas, brand new, brand well, new, you, brand but, new vehicle for Christmas, brand new vehicle like that, or presented to... somebody with a car at Christmas. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If that's you, now you might. You know, I'm sure that people. I, I would be willing to. Say that people like, hey, let's get this car, and I'm going to give it to you at Christmas. It's going to be our Christmas present. Yeah, you know, husband, yeah, yeah. Hu- you know, I mean, maybe, but but unbeknownst like. to your right, spouse, right, right, right. you just go out and buy them a vehicle. Right. I I mean, really, does that happen? I mean, I feel bad. Maybe now. it happens with uh, Bill Gates and his wife because that wouldn't be a big deal, you know. But it, to a normal family who makes normal, even upper middle class money. You're not spending one hundred and forty thousand no, dollars on no, two you're cars not. for Christmas without telling. Oh, and you got me a watch. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And these are outside. all four of these gifts are early presents. Just, wow, they, what's going to happen on Christmas? <laughs> they just dropped off our my surprise to you, honey. I just bought you a castle. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too. Here's a Fitbit. <laughs> Uh, so good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is one of the more amazing stories uh, we've had in a while. Syracuse police obtained a search warrant from a judge to compel doctors to perform an invasive rectal probe of a man they suspected of hiding drugs. Well, well even after an X-ray showed there was there were no drugs in him. Right. The doctors said they after the x-rays, they're not going to do it. So what happened was these the Syracuse police pulls over this guy. So he stops at a gas station and they approach him and they get him out of the vehicle and they search the vehicle because they suspect. And I'm not sure why he, he asked him why he got pulled over. They said uh, taillight. You didn't turn your turn signal. Turn you didn't turn signal. it on. Really? That's kind of, kind of it, sad. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a stretch. It's cheap. So they search his vehicle because of a turn signal problem for two and a half hours. Then they search him and they tell him to pull down his pants, which because they acted like he says they acted as if if you do that and we don't find anything, then you're going to be able to go. Right. So he did pulls down his pants and they find nothing. Then they say, do you have it up your butt? It's in your rectum. Wrecked him. Darn near killed him. Darn near killed him. Yeah, well, when they were searching his car, apparently, you know, they found marijuana. 
And they also said that they but found, pot is legal. Um, but they also said that they found residue of cocaine on the seat, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But that lends them to think that he was hiding it <clears throat> up <throat> his butt. So they take him to the hospital, and they say to the doctors, uh, "We want you to do a rectal probe on him." <laughs> they're like, no, we're not going to. We just did the x-ray and there's nothing in there. Yeah, we're, we're no, not, you're we're doing the probe. Doing so the hospital lawyer actually gets involved and says, okay, yeah, you, you do it. Well, yeah, they went to the, the, so the cops went to a judge, whoever the, the nighttime overnight judge is, and got a warrant. Mm-hmm. And the doctor still said, no, we're not, we're not doing that. And that's when, the, you know, then their attorney said, no, you're doing you it. You have to. And so they did. So they did a rectal probe on him. And guess what? There was nothing there. Amazing. A, a forced rectal probe on a guy who was pulled over initially because he didn't use his turn signal. I hope this guy wins a multi-million dollar Boy, settlement. no kidding. And it better be multi because the other cases in the past have never been multi-million. Even though the guy, the guy had a record. I guess he's got a record and police probably thought, okay, he's guilty here. But he's not. And so you can't hold the past against him when there's nothing to to show you that he's doing anything wrong in the present. And by the way, he did. I mean, he did uh, uh, agree and let you do the X-rays, right? Uh, and then you know, then now what? You want more? Pulled down his pants you, for you. Did all of you that? Want me to stuff. peel my skin off for you? I know it's kind of ridiculous. It sure is. In, Very ridiculous. In 2016, the federal government and an El Paso hospital agreed to pay a New Mexico woman about $1.6 million for six hours of invasive cavity, cavity searches yeah. she was subjected to uh, because a drug-sniffing dog alerted to her. Um, and then a guy in New Mexico got $1.6 million after he was subjected to two x-rays, two digital probes, Three enemas yeah. and a colonoscopy and found nothing. Amazing. Three enemas colonoscopy. Are, and a colonoscopy? Are you kidding? <laughs> you think I stuck drugs in my colon? <laughs> what? What? I mean, first of all, that's quite a talent if I could do that. Secondly, three enemas? A, after that. And, Come on and, now. And the exam, you need a colonoscopy? No. I don't think so, no. So these people had millions coming to them. I mean, that is that is unbelievable. And this guy hopefully will, too. He yeah. deserves it. 888-933-93. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, Heaven and Christmas time be prayed for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, maybe we were prematurely mocking the uh, Lexus commercial and, and the GMC commercial. So... Guy buys two cars and brings them home, and they're both parked nicely in the driveway. So is it life uh, imitating art or art imitating life? I... I that's a good question. I don't know. Well, who, what came first, the egg or the chicken? But I mean, people have done it, right? It appears. Apparently, it appears. apparently, we've got uh, we got some calls from people who who potentially uh, purchased a car for Christmas. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, John in Utah. Hi, you're you're on the blaze. Hey Pat. Hey Jeffy. John. 
So um, I remember watching one of those ads when I got home from work, just hanging out, mm-hmm. and I thought the same thing. <laughs> Stupid. Nobody <laughs> does that. Yeah. And like clockwork, my dad texts me and my siblings. He says, look what I bought Joanne, my, my stepmom, for her birthday. And it was a brand new Mercedes SUV. He Whoa. went down. Do you know, you know, wow. St. George? Pat? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he went down there for work. He okay. passed by a Mercedes dealership. He saw the car, drove it, bought it, drove it home. Surprise. Wow. That was awful. Nice. I mean, that was nice. nice. Yeah, that was nice. nice. Yeah. What does your dad do? Now, was it a new Mercedes or was it a used? Uh, 2017. I think it had like, I think it only had like, 3,000 miles well, whatever, on it? Whatever, oh, wow. whatever amount of miles it had on it, it was used. <laughs> but that was pricey. That was that was a pricey vehicle. Um, yeah, plus you, you can't drive by a Mercedes dealership with a Mercedes car and not be charged money. I don't know if anybody knows that. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they just dig it out of your account. So did your uh, stepmom love that? I, I, I would imagine, huh? Well, she went from dro- driving a Toyota RAV4 to a Mercedes, so... That's yeah, a little nice. step up. That's a, yeah, a little bit of a step up. <laughs> Not that a Toyota RAV4 is garbage, because those are nice, uh, but doesn't compare to a Mercedes. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. That's amazing. That's nice. I mean, yeah, he, thought of the, nice. he thought of the wife, and, you know. That's nice. That's a birthday, though, not a Christmas. It's a birthday. He said it was a birthday. All right. Uh, Frank in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you guys doing, man? Yeah, I've been listening good. to you for like 12 years. Bless you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you guys for your patriotism. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, uh, my wife told me she always drove a Cougar was her first car, 67 Cougar. So uh, uh-huh. I got this bright idea, went out, bought a 67 Cougar for her, wrapped a big bow around it in the garage, and gave it to her for Christmas. Oh, wow. That's so nice. And how long ago? Was that in 1967? No, no, that was oh, okay. about, uh, about eight years ago. <laughs> right. So, but so the, the again, it was used. Yeah, yeah, it was okay, used. So it was only know. nine grand. It wasn't uh, nine only. Well, I, I spent <laughs> on nine grand right. so Christmas presents. So far, I so far, on them. both reports <laughs> have not been new cars. Still, yeah, I can tell been you this impressive. much: I had a wonderful Christmas that year. I'll bet you <laughs> did. I'll bet you did. So it went over well then. She yeah, liked it. It went over real Yes, good. it did. Yeah. That was a good move. She loves it. All right. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> this is a good move. Uh, Chris in Michigan, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey uh, yeah, last year I bought my wife a new car for Christmas. Did you really? Wow. What kind? Yeah. What'd you get her? A BMW. Nice. nice. Wow. A BMW what? 440i. A 440i. So and and yes, it was brand new, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. I had. I drove a Mercedes uh, BMW for a little while, a three twenty five i, little two door four speed. I love that car. Yeah, that's those a, are good a cars. Great car. Well, they only make one thing. It's you know the ultimate driving machine. It's oh, all. It's all they make. It's all they make. Right. So of course Never it's mind. a great oh, car. Dumb, of course it is. Me. So uh, I bet that went over pretty well, huh? She liked it, or did she oh, say? Because oh, yeah. my wife would be like. You're not speaking your kind of money. We're taking it right back. That's what I'd hear. That's what I'd hear. And uh, that would take all the fun out of it. Huh? She doesn't take care of any of our finances, so she has no idea what it costs. Well, then you you run a household correctly. You run your house correctly. So what do you do for a living, Chris? Uh, I'm a male prostitute. (laughs) Male prostitute. (laughs) 
That's what. That's Jeffy too. That's weird. You guys are in the same profession. <laughs> All right. That way. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris. Chris didn't want to say what he no, does he for didn't. a living. No, he did uh, not. Because he's pulling no, he down didn't. some serious cash. No, he didn't. Uh, Jason in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, the studio that made Die Hard mm-hmm. officially released this morning. That Die yeah. Hard is in fact a Christmas movie. Yeah, that, they've been. Well, they're they've wrong. Done that before. They're wrong. Um, so you absolutely, you're among the believers that Die Hard, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Do you watch it every Christmas? I watch it every Christmas. That and, That's amazing. And I, I'm going to go out there. I also think that Lethal Weapon. I know. Be- I, I think because so, it starts out at Christmas, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it right. starts out at Christmas. I, I don't disagree with that, actually. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy that that's considered a Christmas movie. It starts it's out amazing. at Christmas. Although, again, you know, It's a Wonderful Life has very little to do with Christmas. Right? Except it's Christmas at the end of it. And right. and that's about it. But the rest of the movie is kind of not about Christmas. Triple eight nine hundred You know what uh, opens today uh, in fact, well, tonight and this weekend is Aquaman, yeah. which is getting great reviews. It's getting great reviews. And uh, listen, uh, I they've already they their budget was 160 million. All right, so they're not even worried now about America. <laughs> Whatever they get here, it's fine. They've already made 266 million worldwide. Uh, worldwide, yeah. So they've already paid for it. Now, well, I will say, uh, I read something about the worldwide gross. They get less. Uh, from the other countries because it's divided up a little bit uh, differently when it's okay. like in China. Right, right, right. They get less of sense, those I proceeds. Guess, yeah. So it doesn't, it, it's not exactly equitable when when they go above the budget uh, worldwide. But it's, I mean, it's still good. Still good. And when it opens this weekend, uh, what do they think it's going to take in? Probably more than 100 million, right? Uh, they were saying, uh, I, I don't think they were saying, they were hoping for. Uh, they were hoping for a hundred million, but I don't think they're going to get it. They're saying that less than a hundred million, like sixty-five million. Really? Yeah. Wow. So hmm. I mean, that's what it looks. It looks really good. It does. It, and look, it looks good. And uh, what's his face? Aquaman is really cool. I love his. You know, I love his character. So it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be charge worthy. So let's. You know, it might be worth the watch. Uh, some of the uh, uh, big flops of this year um, that have lost. An incredible amount of money. One of them's in theaters right now. Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, even with the legitimate acting talents of Taron Edgerton, it looks it looks pretty good actually. It does look pretty good. It did. I mean, I watched the the trailer looked really good, and I'm a Robin Hood <laughs> fan. You know, I mean, I don't care the movies themselves. All of them have been have been good in their own right. Mm-hmm. You know, all the big stars have done their own little Robin Hoods, and they've been worth it. Uh, also considered a flop this year, Solo, the Star Wars story. Yeah, I don't know that I buy that either. How could a movie that made $393 million yeah. worldwide be a flop? Well, uh, when it's a Star Wars movie. Cause, yeah, I know. You know and, and it's sad because I, I really thought that was good. I, I, I like Solo a lot. There's been a number of people that have made strong cases that it was not a flop. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, it's hard to consider that a flop when it's made four hundred million dollars. That got the flop stamp, and then it, they couldn't wash it off. And I, I don't know why that is. Happy Time Murders. That was like the puppets that kill oh, people yeah. with Melissa McCart- McCarthy. Right. Um. Apparently that uh, they make like ten bucks. Yeah. 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 They lost a lot on that. 
John Travolta's movie Gotti. He uh, oh yeah yeah that did not do well. I mean, the History Channel has put together uh, you know a series on the mafia bosses that were probably better than that. Yeah, it only cost ten million to make, but they've only made four point three million back. Because, because the, I mean, the History Channel, I think it's the History Channel, mm-hmm. but one of those channels has their mafia bosses series, and they those series are great. And they mm-hmm. use real footage, and they use uh, they use uh, uh, already you know post directed footage that they do themselves. Those are great stories, and they're just as good as watching John Travolta try to play Gotti. We all know the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand why they let. I mean, it's John Travolta. I want to play Gotti. Okay, here's $10 million. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, apparently nobody was interested. Right. For whatever right. reason. I don't know if it was because the documentaries are so good or they're done with John Travolta or nobody cares about Gotti. Uh, but uh, it didn't do yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, the Teflon Don, man. Who's the man? Uh, so anyway, Aquaman opens today. Bumblebee. Opens, you know, tonight, tomorrow. Mary Poppins Returns already opened uh, yesterday. You looking I believe. to see that? Yeah, I'm, we'll Are see you? that with the kids. Yeah, with Oof. the, you know, Oof. it looks good. I think it looks pretty good. And uh, then something called They Shall Not Grow Old, which I'm unfamiliar with. Second Act uh, is a Jennifer Lopez movie. Um, Welcome to Marwin with Steve Carell. That actually looks interesting. It does. And I think it's based, did I hear it was based it's on a true based story? Based on a true story, yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting where he goes into his uh, made-up, make-up world right. of uh, Dow Land. And yeah. It, it just it looks it looks worth a watch. After he gets beaten up in a, some kind of hate crime or something, and uh, so he turns to like this pretend world of his to heal. Yes. Uh, 888-933-93. Uh, Ian in New York. Hi, you're on the blaze. Uh, first time call, long time listener. Thank you. Welcome. Um, thank you. Yes, um, definitely getting used to the change when you being at seven in the morning. So you mentioned um, Bill Shatner uh-huh. earlier, and I have you through iHeart. And one of the things that was on my suggestion list because I listened to the Eric Clapton uh, Christmas album was Bill Shatner. I just looked it up after <laughs> you said it. Yeah, it's it's, it's worth it, Ian. It's worth it. Just yeah. know, just yeah, know yeah. that you're going to be so impressed at how good well, it is. Well, my thing is I'm actually looking more forward to your show, Jeffy. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I'm trying to look forward to the back on iHeart. I can't find it. Wait, what? Uh, look under the Jeff Fisher show, Chewing the Fat. It should, might be might be that. Uh, should be I there somewhere. Yeah, it's, there. it's there. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, we also have uh, some awesome. Speaking of Christmas music, we've got some great uh, Christmas carols for you uh, from Progressive Christmas Carols. Nice by Paint. Um, these are Christmas carols done a, a little bit differently. They're they're politically correct Christmas carols. Well, then we can then we can. So you can happy. go ahead and play these yeah. and be happy about it. Yeah, yeah here they are. We wish you happy holidays, whoever you may be. Oh, so Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or heck, all three. We modernize these jingles for the massive bourgeoisie. Love the updated Christmas carol team. You'd better not judge, you better not hate, you better not bully or discriminate. 
Progressive Santa's coming to town. He's making a list of gluten-free foods. He won't take a peek at J-Law's new Progressive Santa's coming to town. He's 50 different races. And all for tax reform. He'll protect all your children. Well, as long as they've been born, you'd better watch out. It's too far? Okay. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, reindeer had an advantageous nose. He outlived his friends. He passed his bright red traits on. Traits on. Darwin said that's how it goes. Evolution's not a theory. Mary, did you know ding, 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 that ding, your baby boy supports the NRA? Mary, did you know ding, ding, that your baby boy is white? Did you know? Deck the halls with coochie chuggalia. One's a squeeze of body hand and jazz. One's a throw your hands up in the air. You're a green one, Mr. Grinch. You're lacking in fatness. Greenish epidermis determines your success, Mr. Grinch. Racist who's constrain you to the issues they continue to suppress. You're an outlier, Mr. Grinch. You give the poos a fright. They say your heart is three fits normal. You're either wrong or white, Mr. Grinch. Don't walk the streets of Whoville, you might fight a cop. The poos will not ignite. Of a racially ambiguous holiday Away in a manger with Jesus and crew His shekel got cut cause hey Christ was a Jew Oh holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night Jesus did something holy I don't know the whole story Joseph watched golf right his leather chair reclining as Mary birthed a child I think a donkey was involved any help here God three wise men came with GPS they found him I slide in a barn as his omniscient baby daddy tucked him in Jesus called on his knees His mom shared it on Snapchat Alright, the guys know The guys know William Shatner but uh, I mean, clearly they're not William but, Shatner. Clearly. clearly, no William Shatner. This is why. This is why Mr. Shatner put mm-hmm. an album together. Yes, to yes, prove, it is. Like, guys, yeah. what are you doing? To show how it's really done. What are you doing? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So some politically uh, correct Christmas carols for you. Eh, kind of cute. Eh, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, eh, not bad. Big day for Harvey Weinstein today too. Back in court. Oh, he is? Yeah, he goes back in front of the judge today for a to pre-trial do what? hearing. Uh, the judge could schedule a trial 
throw out the indictment, okay. dismiss some or all of the sexual misconduct charges. And is this on rape charges? Or is, I'm not just, sure which what all charges this what he faces here. Okay, uh, it doesn't it doesn't say here, and I don't recall what all. I mean, he was he's been. Hasn't hasn't he been charged with the crimes against humanity? Yes, I think he has. Yeah, I mean, he genocide. Goes, he goes he goes to Hague yeah, next been, week, right? He's, he's been charged with genocide. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, uh, so war they're, crimes. They're making it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a war criminal. That's what, I'm pretty sure uh, they want that. I think they do. Uh, but I, and they're making a big deal because I think Jennifer Lawrence is going to be in this in the in the gallery. What somebody, really? Stop it. Well, she's just a show. She hasn't been abused by him, right? I don't know. Has she? I don't know. Maybe maybe there was a picture of her and Harvey in the cloud pictures that got hacked by her. Uh huh. I don't know. I mean, I I didn't see him. I didn't see Harvey in any of those pictures. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. But they were worth. I mean, the ones I saw didn't have Harvey in them. <laughs> okay, but, so you've seen her iCloud pictures. Is that I what you're admitting the to? Ones now? that I saw didn't uh-huh. have Harvey in them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but she's, you know, got to make her case for, I'm part of, you know, solidarity to me too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's agonizing though. She is. She's, yes, she she's is. on the whole, you know, yes, equal pay is. and stuff. And and I'm all about equal pay for equal work. Yes. For whoever it is. Thank you. Men, women, children, everybody should get equal pay if they do equal work. And Jennifer has struggled so much. Oh yeah, she has. And she, uh, one oh, of her, one of her big deals was that. Her co-star, I think it was Bradley Cooper, made double what she made in one of the movies they did together. Uh, he did double the work yeah. in the movie. He was on screen for 42 minutes. She was on screen for 19. <laughs> yeah, he made twice he as much. He got more money. Because he did more than twice as much work as you, Puddin. And by the way, uh, while people mm. did come to see the movie because of you, uh, he was the headliner. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Especially at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still is, actually, Bradley Cooper, I'd say, is a bigger star than eh, I don't Jennifer know. Lawrence. I mean, he's a big star. There's no, qu- no question, huge star. Yeah. Uh, and and can carry, I mean, he's carried stuff on his own, right? I mean, he's the guy. But mm-hmm. uh, And he probably, he may get an Oscar this year, right, for uh, The Star is Born. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, Jennifer's a huge star, too. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you... He's also in the new Clint Eastwood movie, uh, the, Mule. the Mule. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I like Bradley. I love Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I do too. I like him. I've liked him since Alias. Did you watch that movie? Alias? Or that TV show? It was uh, with Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. Right. Yeah, he was. That's the first thing I know him from was Alias back in the early aughts or 2000s or whatever we call them. <laughs> it's kind of weird because the, the aughts. aughts seem like it's 1904, yeah, not well, 2004. The aughts. The aughts. <laughs> the aughts seem, make it seem like. Negative, yeah, like it was ancient times. It felt like it, that's for sure. Now, and it's been interesting while we've watched these, uh, you know, watched a lot of Christmas shows from Hallmark or Netflix or Amazon, and many of them come from you know five or 10, 15 years ago. And when you see the cell phones they use, it's like, what, what, what. What decade did this thing come well, from? Look, we mentioned Lethal this Weapon. Is this from the 80s? We mentioned Lethal Weapon. That that first Lethal Weapon movie, he talks on a cell phone that he has to haul a battery. He carries, picks up a, a, a like a size of a battery. Oh, really? Where he t- he's, he's got the police cell phone that has the uh, the wire hooked up to the battery he's carrying around. And uh, I remember my grandfather having one of those. I mean, I can remember seeing one. 
You were way too young back in the day. Right. Yeah. In the 80s, I mean, you weren't even, you weren't even around, probably. Barely. Yeah. Barely. So. But that's how, right. And some of those movies, really, I was watching a movie that came out in in the 90s the other day and not seeing the technology is fascinating it is it's amazing when you see there the little flip phones they I mean, use, no, this was even before like, all the cell phones the, the heck 90s. you're you're using a flip phone where what are you the flintstones yeah, this was this was like uh from 91 <laughs> i think oh 91 uh, they didn't even have flip right. phones then. So, i mean there was the technology was not there yeah. that we know today mm-hmm. and so it was you know it was completely old school and when you when you talk about the 90s it doesn't it seemed to me, uh, unless, sure unless I look at a movie from that time, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I know. And then you look at the technology and you think there were no <laughs> iPhones, there were no smartphones, there were there were no iPads, there were no iPods, there were no, no uh, there was nothing of that kind. And people it, still listening to records and cassettes. And yeah, I mean we're 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 using, pay, using pay phones. Yeah, and it was amazing. It just seems like it seems like the dark age. It sure now. does. It's it's amazing how far we've come. So fast, so fast, and so far, and uh, yet we still can't get somebody to make a cake for a transition party. That <laughs> pisses me off. You can't make a cake that's pink on the inside and blue on the outside. You bastard! That is wow, wow. Thank we you. still have hate mongers <laughs> who monger and hate like that. That's Thank just you. it's really sad. I, mean, I hate to end on a sad note, but really sad. Uh, you know. Well, we'll end on a happy note because okay, we're going to play a couple of the clips. Okay, um, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Love the, the all-time great clips because we're doing that this week. Uh, it is our last week of the year. It's tough to pick the favorite though because it every is. time you hear one that was so big when it first happened, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that was great. And then you hear the next one, that was great too. But They're I mean, so good. it's it's hard. Uh, not to love this one. Let me make it very clear. Poor people aren't necessarily killers. <laughs> Just because you happen to be not, not rich, rich doesn't mean you're willing to kill. Right. Now, it probably, it probably means you're willing to kill. It's possible. But just because you're poor doesn't necessarily mean you're a killer. <laughs> but you probably are. Most poor people have probably killed somebody. Uh, whether it's an aunt or an uncle or a stranger, they've killed someone start, in their past. You start listening to W, and then you, you, know, you start thinking of some of the other W cuts. Right? You got the poor people. You yeah. got the people could go exist with fish. Yes. I mean, I don't know if you have those keyed up. It doesn't matter. Just that yeah. when you start hearing them, I start uh, get I listening know. to all of them. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> it's not true, George. It's not true. It's been proven recently that that can't be the case. We can't get along with the fish. This can't happen. It just cannot happen. And then, so good. Of course, we can't leave without playing Miss South Carolina. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because some people out there in our nation don't have maps. Don't have maps. And uh, And I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and the Iraq, everywhere, such as, as. I believe that they should, should. our education over here here in the U.S. should help the U.S. The U.S. should help South Africa. South Africa. It should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future. Build up our future for our children. Thank God. And we continue to remind her 12 years later. Basically, she didn't want to come on and talk about it. You're welcome.
see you tomorrow.